Friends and supporters of the Ascendancy, welcome to episode 237 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, episode 4 of the New Era. On this chilly, cool fall day in New England, great state of Maine, October 29th, 2023. My name is Jimmy Dyson, here with me in the great, the great state of Maine, Mr. Ed Bossar. How you doing, bro? Hey, happy to be here, happy to be here, especially recent events. However, we shall push forward and be happy talking about Star Wars. That's right. That's right. Appreciate everybody checking in on us and uh, reaching out and stuff like that. But we are good up here and uh, appreciate the thoughts. We're going to be talking about some fun things today in the great galaxy of Star Wars. So this week, uh, our English lads, um, well, we fucked him. They're, they're absent this week, enjoying themselves enjoying themselves on some well-deserved R&R, but we are fortunate to have with us a former guest on the show, a man down under, recently guessing on seven out of the eight episodes of the most recent Star Wars spelt out, Mr. Matthew Mole. How are you, sir? I'm good, buddy. Good to see you guys. It's become apparent that my invitation is uh, conditional of Chris and Kev not being here, so thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. It is an honor to have you here with us. A man yes, of your, indeed. Uh, a man of your knowledge about this this particular person that we're all going to be talking about today. Yes, well, uh, I'm, I'm a bit nervous about my knowledge compared to yours after seeing your stack of books and how uh, how you, how. Uh, deeply read they look and uh weathered they are you've been going page to page many times uh, many times uh from a long long time ago and sadly 90 percent of that knowledge has also left my brain like 99 times right jim yeah ninety-nine thousand times way more than timothy's on way more than timothy's on well, it's good to have you on here, man. And yes, we're going to be talking about Ahsoka and our man Grand Admiral Thrawn and just some other things in Star Wars. So let's just kind of go around the horn, see how our weeks are. So, Matt, why don't you tell us, like, uh, just give us an update on one of the things you've been doing. Like, you're also uh, host, uh, co-host on the uh, Three Men and a Baby Yoda podcast. Don't want to neglect to mention that as well. So uh, just get us an update in your life since the last time you've been here. For sure, man, for sure. Uh, I was gutted that I uh, couldn't come to Star Wars Celebration. It looked like a really good time. But, you know, Chris organized that petition and got enough signatures. So I uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, abstained. But, no, no, I couldn't make it. Uh, two in, in such a short period would have been a bit cheeky. But my wife's thinking about going to some concert in the U.S. this year. So I'm going to use that as uh, – as, 
as as a uh, leverage for next year's uh, celebrations. So oh. she's like, "What do you What do you want?" I got nothing now. I got nothing on my mind. I can't think of anything. So we'll see. We'll see. Japan, get ready. Uh. <laughs> brace, brace, brace yourselves, Japan. Oh um, man, you coming north? You're going to be coming straight north. Exactly, exactly. So we'll see what happens there. But now the podcast of mine sort of we took a bit of a break, and I'd like to say we uh, we're, we're not we're not we're not starting until the um, the Screen Actors Strike has uh, has resolved itself. But they have literally nothing to do with each other. We just <laughs> we're just hopeless at the moment. We just can't get off the ground, and we'll get, we'll get back. But you know. it's on a temporary hiatus. It's on pause. Don't worry about it. Temporary hiatus, families in the way, and mate, I'm guesting on with Josh all the time, and I'm getting my fix, so I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Um, mate, some good Star Wars to talk about, and yeah, it's been really, really good. I mean, I've actually had an interesting week. Uh, I may, and this is I'm not too worried about this. I may have been received some hot Star Wars goods. I, I'm unsure because I was on the marketplace, just you know, just just. As you do, you just type in Star Wars, figures, helmets, whatever, like just whatever's looking good. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the Facebook marketplace suggestions were like, oh, would you be interested in this? <laughs> and it was two helmets and uh, oh, he, had, he had a bunch of stuff. And then I just, I, I, I lowballed him and his listing said ending Friday. And I'm like, okay, he's in a bit of a rush. Let's lowball him. I'll offer him a few hundred for everything. Everything. And um, he uh, he accepted my bid. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I've received another bid. Whoever gets here first gets it. And, um, you know, there's no there's no laws in the jungle and waste of the Facebook marketplace. And oh, dude, no. Had, and then he offered me an even bigger discount if I could take it tonight. And I was like, oh, this is... Anyway, so I rushed over there, gave gave it to him. It was way unders, and he threw in this poster as well for even cheaper. Um, and then, um, and then the address he gave me was the house next door, so he didn't want to give me his real address. And he came out of number eight. Anyway, I took it home, and and then I've I've looked at it, and I've I've started to appraise it, and I sent you the poster, Jimmy. And um, yeah, yeah, tell us what that was. It, it was a Gabs that Kev had in the front of his house in a few years ago and sold for like 150 pounds. Um, and he says, if that's, if that's real, you've actually picked up an enormous bargain. And the, the helmets are worth 500, 600 each EFX. And, oh, EFX. Yeah. Yeah. Two EFX helmet and this poster for like 200 us. I was just like, Jesus, this guy is, it's either hot or he doesn't know. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, they're in my cabinet now, and they're looking good, and I might sell the poster to cover the cost for everything. So um, what was the sentence you spoke to the missus when you tried to tell her what you were, where you were going last minute in the evening? Um, I asked her if she could put Santiago to sleep, and then um, and she's like, and then I've got to go do a thing. I've got to go see a man about a dog. Um, <laughs> and in, the, in that time, I told her I was going to pick up a helmet. For, it's for, for me and for Sandy, because Sandy comes plays down here now. So we have dual use, and she just rolled her eyes. And then I got in trouble. She's like, you're not picking up that toy tonight. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I, I just stayed silent, put him to bed, and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to go pick up 
that one toy now. Bye. She's like, <laughs> and then I got upsold into three things. So uh, I was always going to be three things, but no, it was good, good, good haul. Good. Well little, played. Uh, yeah. Good sand crawler haul and uh, completes the shelf nicely. But yeah, uh, I've been actively uh, adding to the, the cabinet. I've been sending you guys updates over the last six months. It's pretty full now. So uh, I don't have much room left. Nice, nice. Gonna have to expand. As you say, he's gonna have to have a second cabinet. <laughs> I've, I've already got, I got three cabinets now, so like, my time for another detolf. Get get to IKEA. There you go. There you go. Nice man, nice. That's quite the update, dude. That's quite the haul as well, man. You have to uh, yeah make some make some money off of these items now. That, that's what I keep telling my wife. Trust me. In the future, we'll make money on this tenfold. Yeah, this, this is an, this invest- investment. an investment. Yeah. Investment. This shit's better than land. Come on. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd say that, but yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the solid point. Nice, nice. Well, Ed, uh, tell us about uh, tell us about your life. What's going on? Uh, not too much. There was a hollow. As for those of you who don't know, Halloween in this country is happening around now. Um, we had a little trunk or treat, which I think you did too, Jimmy. Yep. yep. <clears throat> and, um, I was on the fence dressing up or not just like bringing my kids and walking around normal clothed or digging out my Jedi shit. My kids just really wanted me to dress up. So I did, which is why we were five minutes late to the thing. But anyway, every boot has like 10 buckles. It's annoying. Mm. Okay. It's annoying. Yep. Um, yeah, I dressed up as a Jedi. Sure. I did use my um, Struthers made Anakin saber because I just wanted to use it. Um, I sh- probably should have used the other one. But um, I wore sunglasses on the ride there, if anyone's wondering. Sure, sure. But I didn't. I wore contacts for the actual thing this time. Um, I did hear a lot of kids. A lot of kids were interested in the lightsaber, obviously, and they're like, "Is that real? Is that real?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah, stay away. It's gonna cut your head off." <laughs> it's like, "I'm gonna murder you with this thing." Now back off. Yeah. Nice. Um, no, it was a, it was, just, it was a very small trunk or treat, and uh, yeah, not, not many other stars. I saw Mando kid wearing oh, a Mando a, costume. A Mando. Oh, nice. Yeah. Was it uh, film ready? <laughs> no. Did you, did you criticize them publicly that it was not? I think it was kind of like the one you wore a while ago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, that was a professional one. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like cloth. Yeah. I don't know. What do you- <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> it was like a zip-up thing. I just like you put over me or whatever and like zipped up from the back or, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those. The helmet nice. looked decent. That's cool. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. I'm probably missing something, but that's it. Nice, nice. All right, all right. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. You keep saying trunk or treat. I thought it was trick or treat. So uh, what, yes. what, have I, what, what have I missed in the, in uh, the Halloween vernacular? Well, here in America, uh, we went through this discussion last year. It was funny. We, okay. we did, yeah, because Kevin and Chris were all like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and um, so... A trunk or tree is for a, a lot of places, you know, you think of trick or treating, you go neighborhood, house to house, and so on and so on. Uh, a lot of people don't live in those neighborhoods anymore. They live in like condos or like near busy roads and things like that. So a trunk or tree is just where you park your cars kind of like in a circle, kind of like circling the wagons, old Wild West style. 
and uh, you pop open your trunk, you throw a couple of make-believe decorations in there, and you have like a thing of candy, and the kids kind of just go from like car to car, or boot to boot, as you say. And um, uh-huh. so it's out of the boot. That's weird for me to say, but I'm really trying hard to be accommodating right now. And um, <laughs> a booter, a booter treat, a booter treat, yeah, a booter treat. <laughs> it's like a booter treat, a trick or treat, trunk or treat, booter treat. So yeah, so it's out of the trunk, and a lot of th- a lot of it, it's like we can have like a private party at our house to like have the cars come in our driveway and stuff, and plus keeps everybody like outside and all in one area than like having everybody just like run through my house, just like destroying everything. So it's all contained to the exterior. So let's go. Oh, I got. We start I got one more yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, hit that, hit that, hit that. Sure. Slide right. Um, in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I just want to get this in before. Mm. Um, so I learned something new. Oh God! Oh God! You get a, You guys thought you would get away from one. How do you measure? How do you measure how heavy a red hot chili pepper is? You got. You give it. You give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Wow, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I bet <laughs> you forgot, didn't you? <laughs> no, I remember. I it's just the conversation went away, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll come back later." On. Oh, nice, nice. That's a good one. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been. Have you been listening to a lot of '90s lately? I've been listening to a lot of '90s lately. I go in and out of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, Bernadette's really into it right now. She's been listening to all of it. Britney Spears. Ooh. Yeah, that's going on in the house right now. And uh, you know, with all the book and everything else, not reading her the book, not, not like that, but, you know, the music's coming on. Big Miley Cyrus fan. Anyways, um, almost done with Jedi Survivor. Almost done. Keep like, inching my Ooh, way there. Still, still oh, doing dude. it. All I right. know. I bought it day one, dude. I pre-bought it the day before the download was available. I was there hour one, and then the graphics sucked and like stalled me for like a month. And then I went back into mm-hmm. it, and I still have some graphic issues, dude. It drops to like twenty frames per second on some instances, and I've done every patch. I've checked every friggin uh you know gamer blog and shit like that and it's still like a lot of parts of the game it's just the performance sucks i don't know it blows i know you played it on ps5 but it's just like ugh, disappointing i mean i'm running Um, i'm running a fucking uh 2070 uh, gtx this thing should fucking handle this not too problem no you know no problem yeah yeah that should um well at least you're playing it unlike some other people that are not on this podcast currently, but are usually, yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, Dagon storyline is pretty cool. That's super dope. I really like that. So I'm kind of all of it is. That. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's really nice. It kind of fits really nice where that in that in that um, in that universe quite well. So in that timeline, rather. You play Matt? Or no, you don't, right? I don't play no. I, I I have fallen order, and I'm worse than Kim. I haven't even I haven't. Even, someone gave it to me when they house sat for me, and they just left it in the machine. And then um, I still haven't played it. It's I'm just sad, isn't it? Nice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. My PS5 gets turned on by accident once a year. Like <laughs> I didn't play. F- it's uh, yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. I, I barely have time for what I do, let alone games. So, um, not a, not not at the moment, no. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it it uh, there's other things that occupy our time, like children and families and golf. Gosh, 
so much. Watching Star Wars. Watching yeah. Star Wars. Reading Star Wars or make pretend reading Star Wars. That's me lately. I haven't even been able to read. It's a lot of your book. But yeah, anyways, um, oh yeah, almost done with Jedi Survivor. Holy cabole. But, uh, been having some, uh, just good, good, a couple good, uh, evenings here just to kind of like catch up on a few things, little, some little crafting things and working around the office. But, um, as Ed said, we had our trunk or treat last night. I, uh, my costume this year was Dr. Julian Bashir, season four uniform with the, uh, uh, D Space Nine Voyager combat style. So it was a proper, uh, Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Commander Julian Bashir. It's pretty dope. Um, Played some uh, black light dice. It was good. Some late night craps. And uh, had a hot roller. Buddy Kyle rolled 28 times in a row. Uh, Ooh, that a record for your house? No, it's not the record. The record's actually 53. Oh, my God. No, yeah, no, no shot. It's, um, yeah, it's fucking, out- it's, yeah. It's, it's outrageous. Is what that is. Um, and then my father-in-law, Bill, he's got 43. That's the second. And that happened like a few weeks later. And I was like, oh, this is possible Then anybody can get a super hot long roll like that. And it just never happened since then. But yeah, 28. That was a big one. Got the all tall smalls. Uh, I won four on the fire. Four out of five are uh, bets that are on the, on the on, or four out of six rather for the numbers on the fire bet, which is super dope. Uh, that made me some money. If I had one more, it would have been in the like five to seven thousand payout. And I was like, shit, I don't even have that quantity wow. of coin in the place yet so that, that was that was pretty dope I, I do have the like orange token like one thousand dollar chittens and i have the things all printed out but my one inch like hole punch is like gummed up over the years so it's just not cutting clean on it so i need to buy a new one that the whole thing i've had a chance to do it because you know ain't nobody got time for that um let's see that's pretty much it lately it's been kind of we're, we're cruising into the holidays man it's going to be that busy time of year where it's not going to be like much time for much you know what i'm saying jimmy chris is in here mate tell us about some of the, some gourmet food you've eaten lately uh, you please go into detail i mean i'll tell you the last so after you know three to six last night was when like the kids were all here at the house and now we boot everybody out and then it's the adults afterwards so i gotta feed the family so i got like four or five pounds of chicken wings and i just grilled them all and uh, I had this really nice uh, mole dry rub on it. It was like a citrusy, Ooh. spicy mole I put on and uh, fried the, you know, fried, grilled those suckers right up. You flip them every like three minutes. It keeps that nice golden gloss on it without getting too burnt, which is just, it's the cat's ass, let me tell you. And uh, <laughs> let's see, for the sauce that I tossed it in, I warmed a bunch of Frank's Red Hot, a little bit of butter, um, some sweet baby rays. Like this is like a really sugary barbecue sauce to give it some tang. And then, uh, I put a huge, good old glob of honey in that melted all that together. So the honey gave it that nice stick and, uh, tossed the wings in that as they came off, had a thing of blue cheese on the side and pff, I'm in heaven. That was before yeah, the one problem that- the one problem with this podcast is it's 7 a.m. here. I haven't had breakfast, and now I'm starving after that story. <laughs> <laughs> we try to eat well around here. At least one can was. And, and my daughter, she even had a wing. God bless her soul. She actually had a wing. She usually stays away from that stuff if it's not in you know some weird, oddly inorganic square form uh, like all tall children her age. But, but yeah, that was the... Um, 
that was the food treat that I've been working on lately. I'm working on some other things in my um, on the uh, the old menu coming up in the future. And we'll talk about that as they come up, but nothing on the horizon quite yet. So <laughs> let's talk about the reason why we are actually That's in the life point. Yeah, definitely a low point. Let's go talk about the things that we are all here for, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So first off, I mean, you know, we kind of feel, I felt out your reaction, Ed, but, uh, and I've heard your reaction, Matt, on uh, Star Wars Spelt Out, but for those of you who uh, haven't heard, the other like one person maybe that hasn't checked out that podcast on this, that's listening to us, um, Give me your give me give me give me your first initial reactions here. And I got some more questions we could talk about, but you know, expectations of like what our man's going to do, you know, who our that man is, and so just talk, man. What what do you got? What's the first thing on your mind? I mean, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it had to be it had to be Lars. I thought the entrance was pretty special with the the night troopers and the and Tron and. I mean, yeah, we all sort of just pregnantly paused, so just pun intended, for the the, the dad buddiness of it all is the paunch. <laughs> that, that, that took you out of it for a bit. You're like, oh. But other than that, I mean, the delivery of the lines, just the mannerisms, the calculatedness, it was all there. It was all there. Finally, like for years, I've been reading, reading about it, mm-hmm. waiting for it. And for it to be here now and, you know, not the significance of the episodes that we got were, were great. I mean, but it's what's to come is what's the most exciting point for me. Like, it's endless opportunities now. It's movies. It's, it's you know, he can be the, the big bad of multiple shows. We just need the world to get their shit together, really, because right now everything's on pause and, and nothing can, can, can begin at the moment, which is right. disappointing. Right. Everything's on delay. I mean, I'm sure Catherine is just, you know, Every every day that goes past, Andor is one day more delayed, dude. And right, all the all the shit that's in the queue that's ready to rip right now. Was they were they done with filming season two of Andor? Is that no, done? I, or, I thought they were, but or maybe like portions of it they weren't. They couldn't do reshoots. Done. Maybe I don't. Know. They couldn't do reshoots because um, I remember Tony Gilroy was saying that. Um, you know, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to be doing this as a producer or something, as a, something not, not as a director. And, and they thought that he was trying to, you know, scab basically. And so they shut that down completely. Hmm. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. I, it, do you think, now do you think that they're going to be smart enough to keep Grand Admiral Thrawn around to actually use for movies and books and comics and everything else. Do you think they're going to use him to be the baddie that fills this time between now and the sequel trilogy? I think so. I, I, I think, and I like this theory is that Filoni has been really clever in setting up an alternate galaxy and even more so now with, with the and Sabine on there. If, what if, you know, all of a sudden there were resources on Peridia or something, there's, there's a reason for everyone to get back there. They can just, do everything from there and, 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 and across, you know, like mm. uh, it doesn't have to be on Coruscant, you know, Tatooine, all that area. Like they can just leave that completely to the side and bring the fight elsewhere and, and keep it off the, the main timeline, so to speak. Yeah. But, you know, they've got to, sort of, you know, you can't take Luke Skywalker out of there because he belongs there. So, but I don't know. It's, 
Filoni's definitely got a heavy hand in things now. Sort of Favreau sort of ignited everything with Mando, and now Filoni sort of you can see him sort of taking the creative. I mean, he wrote every episode for this show. And you can just see it's a stock reboot of so many different things or course correction, yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very exciting for me. Uh, and the fact that our man in blue is now sort of, you know, the most powerful strategically and villainous guy. But I, I'd hate, I don't know, if, if, if Luke Skywalker has to come back to take him down, well, how would you feel about that, Jimmy? Well, I mean... It depends on how far they're going to deviate from. I, mean, I know they're going to deviate from the books. There's no way they they haven't, but they haven't like really directly addressed it yet. You know what I mean? They haven't addressed it head on, right? We haven't seen Grand Admiral Thrawn uh, this far after the Battle of Endor in this time frame, mm-hmm. which is exactly when the time frame of Heir to the Empire takes place. So. They haven't set anything up yet to imply that this is how it's all going to go, right? Obviously, and it's not, and they're not going to follow the same. Um, they're not going to follow the same narrative plot points as Legends. I get that, but I just, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm really cautiously optimistic that you are right, and that he is going to keep her be the big baddie that they're going to use for the next like five or six years for like bad bad guy content until that's all kind of spent, and they like wrap that up in a nice bow. And then the when does the Ray film come out? Four years from now? I don't know. How do you know? Oh, sorry. I, th- I thought Ray film was coming out next year. It's, well, maybe not now, but... Yeah. Well, if they say Who that, knows. they probably would have been 25, and now it's probably going to be 26 and maybe 27. So that's like three, years, three, four years away. So, you know, they could use Lars between now and then. That's a lot of time to get a lot of cool content down for to fill up this portion of the galaxy where we still get to see, like, our classic characters and stuff. But to your question, if they have to bring in Luke for it, if they bring in Luke, I want to see everybody. If they bring in Luke, I want to see Han, I want to see Leia, I want to see Chewie, I want to see Lando. I mean, I feel like out of all of them, how do you not bring in Luke if there's a giant threat? Like a new the em- galaxy, undead empire army. Um, For real, unless they encapsulate it somehow or quarantine it somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I I have a f- I have a feeling um, that it's going to involve the world between worlds, mm. and there's going to be some weird time thing they're going to try. I don't know. We'll see. Please we'll see don't. That. Please don't. Hey, it's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> this is Battlestar Galactica has happened before and will happen again. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I would say if I were to predict, I would say the world between worlds will be at least used to get Ahsoka back and Sabine back to the, uh, the known galaxy. Oh, I, I think you're right there. I, I don't think this is the last we've seen of the war world between worlds. I keep wanting to say war between worlds or war of worlds, but um, I don't think it's the last we've seen of it. I don't think they're going to use that to take down Thrawn, though. I don't think that's going to be the plot device that takes him down. Do you know who I think this could be the plot device to take him down? We're just, you know, kind of throw this all out there. I think it's going to be the Night Sisters. Are they going to replace the Nogri? I think so. 
I think so. I think I mentioned this on the last, I can't remember if it was last episode or whatever, but you know, they, they're the, the, the group of people sort of in service and in debt to Grand Admiral Thrawn. Once they realize maybe he's really not looking out their best interest, then zap and that's it. Mm. Well, maybe they have to, they have to either forge a great alliance for a few years and then maybe let, you know, because they, they can't just kill him as soon as they get back. Otherwise, what was the point? So. I'm I'm th- I'm thinking like because he had the Nogri in servitude to them, right? In this in the Empire service, because they low key were poisoning their planet while pretending to save their planet. It would be cool if they were trying to do the same thing here. It's like, hey, we could bring all your dead sisters back, or all the dead mothers, or whatever they are, whoever's in those coffins, and we can help you do that. But it's going to take some time. Mm. If it's something like that, you know, or help them restore some kind of power or structure or th- or thing plot device on Dathomir maybe I don't know is Maul coming back who Darth Maul, Maul. oh Maul. <laughs> no what Darth Maul well, they, he they did bring, Maul. and they bring back all the other witch, dead witches what if they go oh here here's Maul's no. remains no, no way. No way. Jawas would have taken what all that What about Savage Opress going that direction? No. What? Get out of here. What are you doing? That's silly. How could they bring back Savage? How can they do anything? It's the Night Sisters. They use their yeah. weird witch magic. Green magic. Dude, in in um, Jedi Survivor, you can like teleport. That was pretty cool where uh, Marin was like doing the thing and you have to like leap through the... Yeah. One to the next to the next. I died so many times doing that. I just get like the wrong angle and just be like, nope, nope. Yep, yeah, fuck that up. Nope, nope. Dead, dead. <laughs> Let me take a break. I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll come back in about three days. Oh my god. Favorite, uh, favorite. Um, I'll say, uh, um, Grand Admiral Thrawn Chimera moment. What? I think it was just the whole parking on the on the on the on the on the, on the knobs, let's call it. On the, <laughs> yeah. the, the witch knob. Like just the, the entrance there was fantastic. Like it was just very special. Like, you know, parking in that hangar bay, you get to see the the emblem on the bottom of the ship, the damage from the space whales. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, look, there was no there was no characteristic left unchecked. Like he really put the effort in, and you know, if you, I don't know, you just knew it was the Chimera from the first second. Um, yeah, and yeah, no, it was it was pretty special. Um, so after so long, I just you know, just, just to not to, to to see it in in reality is just is is tripping, you know, like. Um, we, I mean, we know it was coming, and we, we knew to expect it. But still, even that it's here, it's still it's it's very special. Um, yeah, dude. And, and then his opening line as well, especially like um, what was once just a dream yeah. has become just a, dream, uh, um, a frightening reality. That's that's thrown in a nutshell for as a fans. Like you know, 
We'd love him. It's, it's a dream for him to come. And now he's fucking here and it's a frightening reality. So yeah, it's such a great thing for, for things to come. Um, God, I'm, I can feel I can feel the, the skin going blue. I'm throwing out so hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's throwing. I, I, can feel the eye, I, I can feel the eye rolls of all of our listeners, but I, I, I don't care. I'm enjoying it too much. Um, our time is now. Now is the time to enjoy. Everybody's been nerding out all this other bullshit like Gungans and Anakins and everything else. Like, give me my Thrawn, man. Give me the blue guy. Bring hellfire upon them. That was great. That was great. Except they miss all their shots. That's such bullshit. That was pretty good. He's to execute every one of those guns. They, they use the force, Jimmy. Yeah, that's sure. why. Okay, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, slight small left turn, Matt. Uh, what do you think of Mr. Ezra's entrance and character in live action? I, I liked him. I thought he was good. Um, his eyes are so blue. Um, yeah, yeah, I kind of like it. He's single, just like Ezra. I liked him. I thought it was... I thought it was pretty funny how he didn't pick up his lightsaber because now that's Sabine's saber. And so they could make a new one. There's a Hasbro like four ninety nine coming in hot and fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, uh, pre-ordered. Um, there you go. There you go. So, no, I, 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 I've always been a big fan of Ezra. Um, I love Ezra's theme from Rebels. It's it's very special, and I thought I, I, I loved the way he went out with Thrawn with the space whales because at the time I was like, well, he Thrawn can't be in this timeline because it makes no sense. Yeah. So for him to be taken away somewhere unknown, whilst you know theoretically a bit stupid, it made perfect canonical sense, and I love that. And um, you know, he sacrificed and learned from Kanan, and I love that relation. The last three season three and four of Rebels was just. You know, top shelf styles. I was waiting week to week, absolutely loving it. The growth, the lore, the wolves, everything, uh, everything, um, <laughs> everything. <laughs> so to get this season, which is let's be honest, Rebel season five, plus you know a, a quick upgrade for everyone else for one hundred and one. Like the first two episodes were sort of like explaining everything. Mm-hmm. It was. It was great. And uh, let's just, I know we're talking about the blue guy today, but just isn't it such a missed opportunity about the sequel trilogy, not using, utilizing Hayden Christensen, because there's just something about him and his presence on this show that just gave you the warm fuzzies. Like I, my star Wars, you know, lunchbox of love was that, 20 30 percent it was at a hundred as soon as i saw anakin i just i was i was back i was i was buying shit i was i was going nuts i was buying shit i spent a i bought 30 30 black series figures that week like loose off the marketplace it was just my star wars petrol tank was back to 100 percent. i was yeah. buzzing buzzing like serotonin just dropping on all levels and <laughs> the, the first major symptom of quote star wars coming back is buying stuff yes mm. oh it was just phenomenal it's episode five yeah. i don't know home run and of, of most series as well like episode five was ahsoka in season two i don't even remember what happened in season three please don't be the lizzo one um <laughs> oh, yeah mando yeah <laughs> Season five of um, Book of Boba Fett was the the Luke. Oh yeah, 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 mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
They always tend to be bangers. Episode five, the just after the halfway point, they they yep. come strong. They do. They do. So, Empire yeah. Strikes. Uh, anyway, yeah. Yes, I mean that episode does. Five. That does. <laughs> um, I, I I I personally with the Ezra thing, I was uh, kind of expecting a little more animal things going on. You know how he's that little affinity towards animals. I, I was expecting like a Radagast the Brown, you know, like coming up with like rabbits <laughs> and shit all random. But uh no, no you, where you were no actually animal. imagining him coming out like Radagast, just like <laughs> no, smoking no, weed, no. holding this like curly ass wooden thing that's his lightsaber now. Like no, Morgan. You know, <laughs> you know like you know like princesses with the birds and shit. Like I thought he'd have a little bit of like a flock of What are you talking about? He's gonna he's gonna just gonna race the turtles that he's at, at his beck and call. <laughs> he's like the splinter to the to the turtles, dude. I mean those aren't like actual like they're animals. I, kinda, I, I mean, they're like they're they're intelligent species. Though. They're animals. They're animals. I mean, they're yep. curr- I mean, they're currently the breeding uh, the breeding harvest for crops for they're the, like the, the, the imperial walking, fleet. Walking oysters. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. That's right. They slurp them out of the shell like oysters. High fat turtle soup that he's been eating on this on the witch planet. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Or turtle oysters. I like that. Turtle oysters. That's good. That's good. Um, well, on the, the Ezra thing, what about uh, all the mortar shit? What do you guys... Um, do you think one of the ploys... Because if you think that if you want to keep Ahsoka here, what's the reason for her to stay here? Maybe she becomes the mother? Because the mother's head was gone. The mother's gone. Or mother's... No, not the mother. The the daughter. 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 Yeah, I think yeah. the theory is she already kind of is. She doesn't realize it. Right. She doesn't realize it yet, but now that's like, she realizes now that she's there. She's the owl. That's not her place. Her yeah, that'll be part here. of it, maybe. And poor, uh, poor uh, Sabine's friend was like, shit, she's my master, so I'm fucking stuck here too. Oh, well. I was trying to get back to Ezra, and now he's gone? Are you kidding me? They literally just swap places, really. Um, yeah. Two for two. But um, what about Balin Skull? What's the plan, do you think? Can't write him off. He's clearly going to be very uh, integral to uh, uh, the entire rest of that story arc and storyline. Is he going to be like the father or whatever? Replace the father? I don't know if he'd replace the father. I just think he's a guy that's just looking. He's just a menacing threat to it, I think. He's a menacing threat to the balance that unleashes something and haphazardly unleashes it, not knowing his true power. He does become the bad guy, and Ahsoka's got to take him down. Yeah. I, I, I like the Abeloth idea. But anyway. Yeah. Did you ever read that, Matt? Abeloth? This was, so this was nah. like later. Um, what was it? Legacy of the Force or Fate of the Jedi? I can't remember. It was like the lat, one of the final big book series that Del Rey came out with before Disney bought um, Star Wars and uh, made everything Legends. Abeloth. Um, did you ever read um, the Jedi Search, the Jedi Academy book series? Admiral Dalla, stuff like that. Well, so there's... Um, ADHD prevented me from doing quality reading as a, as a youngster. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, it, it affects me today still. Um. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> that's fair. The uh, so Abeloth is this creature they created because they wanted to have some kind of big baddie because they've you know gone through every Imperial Warlord story. They invented the Yuuzhan Vong and they took out the Yuuzhan Vong and you know the intergalactic 
um, you know, threat to the galaxy, which actually was signed off on by Lucasfilm. Timothy Zahn had to include um, uh, mentions of the Yuuzhan Vong, not by name, but in the uh, by like the unknown outside, far outsider threat to the galaxy in the Spectre of the Past, a Vision of the Future, uh, Thrawn duology. But um, my point is, uh, fuck, what was my point? I guess oh oh Abeloth. So yeah, Abeloth. yeah, yeah. They they made reference to like the big baddies, and, and they coordinated it very well throughout all the authors and like all the writers and stuff like that. Uh, not on not like the Star Trek book series. So Abeloth was created as this like morphing creature, which was the mother component to the father daughter son thing. And uh, she was just like epitome of pure evil chaos in the galaxy. In this uh, Legacy of the Force, Fate of the Jedi series, um, you have remnants of the Sith. They find a whole, spoiler alert, uh, they find a world full of Sith that's been there for like a thousand years and finally they're unleashed in the galaxy. Sith teaming up with the Jedi to take down Abeloth. Abeloth is that much of like a threat. Because Mortis is something different from... Uh, Jedi and Sith. They're their own like group of just super force users as was like talked about in the Clone Wars and stuff. So the role Balin Skull plays in this, I think he's, I think he's like the trigger to unleash something and it's like Sabine and Ahsoka that's going to lock it down. Mm. But how can that, they, how can they have that be, they have to tie back to Thrawn somehow, Right. Because it can't be this separate. You just can't have these just way too far out. What's going to be the connection between Thrawn and this like bad force that's out there? You know, I think Ahsoka's going to encounter it and then get chased back to the known galaxy, and they follow. Ooh, maybe, maybe, and it takes Luke and Fam to uh, help take it down. Maybe. Yep. Yep. That would actually be pretty cool because I find it. One what, what, what thing that annoyed me about the, one of the things that annoyed me about the sequel trilogy was that everyone had forgotten what Jedi's were and, mm. you know, completely forgotten about everything. Um, and if, you know, Luke takes a journey to another galaxy and takes down the big bad there where nobody knows anything, that sort of plays into it, plays into the mystery of the, you know, absentness. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think I think some, whatever's cooking on Peridia or Peridia, um, Peridia, yes, m- might be might be enough to bring the battle over there, so that or Dathomir. Mm. Well, there's no be- theoretically, there's no direct path between um, the not Peridia, where the uh, in the Star Wars galaxy to get to Peridia, you know what I mean? They have to go there, not Dathomir. But what's not? I mean, the Dathomir is the home of the witches, man. Like they need to get back there. They have all those people that they brought back with them, all that cargo, all that stuff. So, like, what are they going to bring back with them? That's going to be uh, like important in there, you know? It's got to be ancestral, ancestral witches of the past. I mean, Rancors are from Dathomir. They, the witches were known to ride them. I mean, f- oh, the possibilities are endless. Like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we see witches riding Rancors in the courts of a Princess Leia, dude. And we have, I mean, we did see Boba, uh, or we saw Mando riding. Um, it was Boba. It was Boba. See, I've only watched it like once. <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, yeah. It's, 
Eesh. With Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was Danny Trejo? That well, he gets the one look and that's it. Come on, you can't just tease us like that. They just wanted more Baby Yoda. I know. Yeah, pretty much. There's all the cameos. What about um, Shin Hati, uh, Balin Skull's apprentice? Ooh. She seems lost, abandoned, but may now try to find her way with this, you know, group of hoodlums here. I heard one of them says, "Do you, do you ever blink?" And she gets a bit of a. Uh... A um bit bit precious about it and starts blinking more because she does not blink no, much. She's so intense, dude. She's just like I didn't notice that. Have you haven't it. noticed it? Like no. I swear to God, I know I she's think... wide eyed, but I didn't I didn't like connect it with the blinking. No, That's no, she funny. never blinks. I, I think she blinks three times in the entire series. It's that it's that few. I mean, Jimmy's just blinked three times in the last ten seconds. This chick does not blink. So what... <laughs> That's awesome. If you, if, if you did a shot every time she blinked, you, you wouldn't even touch the sides. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I um, I hope we get more of her character. I like I like that development there. I mean, they're gonna have to re- they're gonna have to recast Balin. There's there's no question about that. They can't like just write him off or something. Maybe they'll give him a mask like the like Kanan Jarrus or something like that. I don't know. Do you think um, do you think Lee Schreiber would be up for it? I've seen that bandied about. There's yeah. a good likeness. It is a it is an excellent likeness. It's just a matter of will, you know. I would love it, but I mean, you can find a nobody too. Yeah, and a nobody might be better. Mm. Give give a new person a chance, you know. I'm always up for introducing new actors and especially ones that absolutely slay it. I'm just trying to stifle your hopes because knowing Disney, we're not gonna. They're not gonna cap, dude. Just well, no, down. Leave, leave has connections to Marvel, which is owned by Disney, which means, you know, if he'd signed like a five contract, I don't know, who knows? Like they've got the connection there, yeah. relationships there. And, and as much as you want a new person, what is if a new person is new but is also green and, and, and can't deliver things the way, you know, you, you also got to factor in the way, um, what's his name again? Bailey Stevens, um, how good he was as well. Like you need to match like for like the level of authenticity there. You can't put a new person who sort of brings the grade down. It'd be disappointing too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to match the man's vocal styles, enunciations, tempo. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a big shoe to fill. You know, the guy did an amazing job. I, I saw, I first saw him in, uh, uh, the Rome series on HBO. Fucking killed it. Tight. Legionnaire tight as Pulo. My God, that guy was such an amazing character. Guy was hilarious. Really? Drunkard, swearing, violent. It was great. I started watching Ray Donovan and I was like, yeah, this could work. Cause Leave Shriver's in it, so yeah. Um, let's talk about Thrawn. <laughs> Who? Which guy? Um, does he do his own? Does he do his own um, dry cleaning? Is he sewing that shit back together himself? No, I bet you he goes he's like, "I need your assistance again, Night Mothers. <laughs> <laughs> My coat is broken. Do you have a needle?" <laughs> I need you to make me look like I'm not fit. <laughs> yeah. And not you. You fucked it up loud. You fucked up my cuffs last time. I want you to do it. 
it, it was a good touch how like it, it did seem weathered and seams were you know ripped ripping apart and he was mm. you know with 10 years i mean fuck i mean i don't have much that lasted 10 years so no, especially well. if he's wearing it every day would he wear it every day just what would he need it for what, what were they doing on there for 10 years that's what i want to know that would be surely cool he's got a day off in his track suit or something Oh yeah, his his, uh, his tracky bottoms. <laughs> Watching a forest game. Oh my god, can you imagine throwing his tracky bottoms? No, it'd be like a, it'd be like a red robe or some shit like that. I uh, I have a, a good question. Yeah. What? So he's got this army of undead, but like, don't you need a armada? Like I guess the the remnants of the empire. You need ships. Is that enough? Is that enough? I don't know. Depends. You think that him coming back? I mean, the, the, the Shadow Council. You know, you saw that in Mando. You, you you think once he returns, everyone will collectively unite behind him and bring whatever whatever shit they've got, and all of a sudden. You know, he's in yeah. charge of a lot of stuff. And, like, there's probably warlords and all these people who are just holding the fort or, you know, looking after a small patch and terrorizing that area. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, oh, I've got one storm, one Star Destroyer and an ATST, and I've got this control of this planet. All of a sudden, we've got 50 Star Destroyers and everything. There's your armada. Uh, you don't have to build it. It's just everyone will come together and then go, right, you're the main guy. I'm one of your generals whatever and bang we're on you think he does it uh uh joker style gets them all in a room fucking wipes them all out except for captain pelion yeah he does he should right would that be <laughs> would that be pretty bad that me uh that would be a uh, straight up reference to a uh, dark saber uh written by kevin j anderson admiral dala murdered all the uh, remaining imperial warlords room except it was her and, and um captain pelion and it was the mm-hmm. two that led were that they in the in the black hole area it wasn't there it was uh it was outside of that these were after the events this is after the events of uh, the jedi academy trilogy because admiral dala escaped limped away she was trying to unite all the warlords, but they weren't taking her seriously because the Empire was still very sexist at that point. And she got them all in a room and fucking gassed them all, except for Pelion. Wow. Sidetrack. I think it would be cool if Thrawn did the same thing. Just brought all those motherfuckers over and just, like, iced them all. And you got Hux, who's on a hologram because he's not going to touch him because he's the Emperor's faction way off on the side. He's just like, oh, damn, you just murdered everyone. Cool, all right. It would definitely, it would definitely start off the vibe of all right. This guy means business. Yeah, everything is all under his control now, right? <laughs> a lot of those imperial war, war lords, I wouldn't imagine being very cooperative. Even if he did show up, he's like, who cares? I got my little corner of the galaxy. No one's going to bother me. I got my, you know, I got my two ships and my space station. And I pay my people and whatever. Like, no one's going to fuck with me. That's those are the ones he makes the examples of. Mm. When do you think we'll see Thrawn again? Uh, as far as like the show, like story-wise in the show, or you mean like actually on screen? Because no, no, that's going to be char- years. Where's this character going to show up in the next show? Mm. Um, that's a fun. That's a fun one. I think it shows up as an attack somewhere on some planet. 
just be like, yo, I'm here to go do this. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn or something like that. But he was never really that like boastful. I don't know. He's very. I think. I think you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna see a major New Republic area just get wiped out and taken super easily. Yeah, super easily, super quickly, just like methodically taken apart, kind of thing. And people like the like, shipyards oh, or something, you know, integral. Yeah, it'll be some huge Kuat shipyards or something. Oh, You'll see this huge battle, and then like Jude Law and the kids are like just driving past, going, "Oh, wonder what that is." And then they go on with the skeleton crew show. That's right. And that's then, right. Just cruise by. Wow, that sucks. Oh, we're just driving past. Just, that's a good point. That's a good point. Stay away from that battle. Let's just go. Over <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on the Smuggler Alliances convoy. We're just being left alone out here. The wild card. Yeah, so what the shows are coming out, you got Acolyte, which isn't around this time. Skeleton Crew is. Mm-hmm. Is that the next one that is in line? Skeleton, Skeleton Crew is after. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I thought Acolyte was due in December, but obviously not anymore. Right, right. That, yeah. has, that has finished filming, but the talk was January, maybe. They have yet mm-hmm. to announce a specific air date, um, but it was going to air in 2024. Uh, they were th- the rumors were a second quarter debut, but the ongoing SAG after strike could affect that. So we were going to get it like mid next year. We'll see. But theoretically, that one's all done too. So it's the only crew that we're talking about. Uh, Acolyte. 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 Yeah, Acolyte. And uh, Skeleton Crew, um, that one's no. Well, they said uh, it was expected to be released actually November, December, twenty twenty three. Um, but probably January. Pro- I mean, probably two. It definitely twenty twenty four. But I don't know if the strike well, affects that- it. They may have no, to release it because they need to get something out there. Otherwise, people are going to cancel their subscriptions. Can Can they release a trailer while this this strike's on or? I'll see why not. As long as they had that pre-edited, that's the thing. They don't have anybody to put the stuff together. So, like, whatever they have for footage is whatever they got. They can't get anyone to like work mm. on it. That's the thing. Cause they're all on strike. Mm. I know. Like, I, just, no. I don't know if they could just like put it out there. You know what I mean? I don't think. I don't know if it's ready or not. Maybe they still had some final well, touches. I heard this week is the big week. If they don't make a decision this week. It all talks are off until January next year. I heard that. Oh, damn! Mm. That's, that's three. That's seriously, three. fuck up Christmas. That's three months, right? Yeah. Well, this month's over. So November, December, yeah, three months. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude. What are you gonna do, Matt? Just keep buying stuff? No, I'll just keep watching episode five. I'll just, I'll just watch episode five of everything. That's right. Um, <laughs> Every season of everything, episode five. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, I, I did an Andor rewatch, and um, Ooh, what's that episode five of that? Is that the heist? No. Uh, you have engaged the curiosity of the ISB. I don't know if it's that one or not. I, I think it is the heist. No, episode five. That's the middle arc of um, the Eye of um, Oh, the Eye of whatever that is. Yeah, Aldani. It was, it's, the, Aldani. it's the one just yes. before. Just before the heist. Oh, it's just before. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just before. Um, that was okay. But um, I loved Aldani. If they could just make Aldani a uh, like a lo-fi beats just background, just to have on my screen, 
That would be amazing. Mm. Of the eye. God, that was so beautiful. Yeah, it was. Um, if you if you take the last, you know, the most iconic moments of the Disney trilogy, sorry, Disney series, like since Disney took over, there have been, you know, massive highs, like, you know, the comeback of Skywalker, the Book of Boba Fett, even, even, even that had, you know, huge peak moments, and then Andor had multiples, and then we had Anakin. I mean, we've really – and then Obi-Wan, like, like, seriously, like, the best moments have been – incredibly good it's just that some of the low points have been pretty low i mean i wouldn't even say low they're even low points they've just been they've just been average and i think we're used to having a very high level of uh performance and expectation because this Mm. is such a like a delicate brand you know what i mean with just how volatile the fucking fan base is alone i still can't get over those weird mods from the book of boba fett they were odd oh the yeah. toasters yeah the macy's jc penny's toasters yeah that was uh wasn't my fave no yeah it was definitely it just not where, where did they spend the money on danny trejo like holy like where did all the money in that budget go <laughs> i was i was like just my kind of like ugh, you know i was like i i don't know and, it, and then like the chase scene seems super slow Oh, and the mm. land speeder with the guy. Just, at yeah. least just speed up the video. Well, <laughs> they didn't do a great job in the effects because there wasn't any kick up of like sand or dust or dirt or anything like that. It didn't even look like wind was blowing in his face. So it's like, ah. And I'm no, I'm no fucking expert, but for some reason, that was the first thing that stuck out to me. It was like, eh, I don't know. Book of Boba was my favorite. It's thrown first to turn into to Disney Winch Fest, but anyway, uh, it's, a, it's um, good. It's a good way to good. You got to get a good winch out every once in a while, you know. Sometimes the uh, Kevin Chris don't like when we winch too hard, you know, because you know, <laughs> Book of Boba is like Chris and Kev's favorite thing. But I mean, Chris, Chris himself admitted, I'm a throne guy now. So you know, like he's he's on he's on board. He's on board the train. You know, I didn't realize that was a soundbite. I just thought he kept saying it. And then I said to Josh, um, man, Chris is such a thorn guy now. He's like, dude, that's the soundbite. Oh, man, I love it. I love that. I didn't realize. I was like, wow, he's a thorn guy. He's a thorn, yeah. Awesome. I'm a thorn guy now. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he. It was funny when he said it. High quality soundbite. Oh, it was perfect. It is. It was perfectly spaced. Nothing before it. Nothing after it. Nobody was talking. uh, And I just in my in my head, I'm just like, oh, we fucked him. Yeah, I got him. We got him, boys. We got him. (laughs) But um, as far as where Thrawn goes from here, are they doing? They're definitely going to do an Ahsoka. I think they wrapped this up in the season two. Do they do uh, it, the Filoni standalone movie? Is that going to be their take on the Heir to the Empire trilogy? Is that going to be what that sort of represents? Is it going to be a trilogy? Is it going to be a we movie? Gotta get, we got to get no agree, right? Nah, I killed that off, man. Right? Rook is know, gone. But oh, there's more no agree. I know there mm-hmm. are. That's just a good point. Maybe he could just get another one to substitute it in. But... Also, do you think it'll twist and Thrawn might end up just teaming sucks. up with the good guys and fighting and off Abeloth, fighting off Abeloth or something that's too that'd be too free radical too free radical because you have the Cause M- he's kind of a likable antagonist 
Yeah, but if they're in cahoots with like Hux and all those people, you know what I mean? He'd have to then separate from the Emperor, and he's never done that. He may have not thought the Emperor had good ideas, but he'd never like openly betrayed him, and that would be an open betrayal. So you think it's going to be like a Game of Thrones thing? Like the, the the concern to the north is what we must unite against to. Exactly. The, uh, the, 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 uh, what is it? The uh, I miss it, The Walking Dead. Oh, what about the Grisk guys? They're still out there, man. They're still out there. The Grisk is still out there. Have you read any of the? I don't remember. So in the new in the new Thrawn books, um, in the Chiss Ascendancy, way out in unknown regions land, uh, there is this invasive um, annihilating culture invasive force called the Grisk that's been slowly penetrating uh, the Chiss area of the galaxy and the Chiss ascendancy is just very insular isolationistic society where just very few get in and not much at all gets out and so Thrawn recognizing the Grisk as the greater threat to the Ascendancy. And the Ascendancy is like, well, if they're not going to touch us, we're not going to touch them, nor are we going to actually go and check them out, or at least like preemptively protect ourselves against them. That's their like, that's their code. Thrawn like kind of openly disobeyed that with a preemptive strike against these people as they were encroaching on their society. That's what kind of got him kicked out or he did it on purpose to get himself kicked out so he could ally himself with the Empire because he met Anakin Skywalker from the Thrawn Alliance's book, which is pretty Mbaku, interesting. Yeah. Um, Baku. Yeah. So that that connection's kind of brought in. So it's 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 gonna be very cause he and he met him when he was a Chiss Ascendancy officer, a fleet, you know, commander at that point, or not a fleet commander, just a commander. And um I wonder how that's going to tie in. Do they bring in the Grisk? I mean, they pretty much have. They have all the storyline all mapped out for in the books already. The Grisk have been mentioned in the... It's I think it's Thrawn... Um, treason. It was in Treason. When you have like the director Krennic uh, feature, as well as other Grand Admiral who turned out to be corrupt as fuck. And Thrawn exposed him for it. But the Grisks were still out there. The Grisk is still a threat, and they are also like finding their way into the, I'll say, Star Wars galaxy, common galaxy. So Thrawn wanting to team up with the Emperor, the Empire, not only to defend the Chiss Ascendancy, but you know, means to an end kind of thing. So I don't, I don't see him teaming up with the New Republic. I think he sees them as too weak. Yeah, I mean, like, what if Abelof, the whole Abeloth thing ends up being Grisk too? Like, and then you're like, what's Thrawn going to do? I don't know. Could be. Could be. That'd be dope. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they, I don't believe it until they mention it in an animated series or a movie. You know, we don't see it until, like, that happens. But right. oh, I think, um, you know, with three to four years off the movie, which, you know, if they have four, let's say three or four TV shows a year, that's plenty of groundwork. I mean, Thrawn's not ready for a movie now. He needs to do a lot of bad things, cause havoc, get on the radar. Mm. There's, there's a lot of time. There's, and even, let's say there's only, you know, Mando, Skeleton Crew, Ahsoka. Ahsoka needs another season of develop. You know, you can, I, I've said it before on the other thing. I think you could have Ahsoka season two just be Ahsoka and Sabine now for eight episodes Yes. Exploring the whole mortar sock and, and going through yeah. Greece. 
Yeah. And don't worry, Ezra and Ezra and Thrawn can just cameo in the various Mando, bring back Boba Fett even, like, you know, to fill the gaps in. If you've got a decent story, and I just make shit for no reason. Hmm. But there's enough that they, they've, they've traded places. Ahsoka Season 2, you can learn more about Ahsoka Sabine, get into this Mortis law, which I know festering with Ed big time. Um, Love it. So... And then, you know, once everyone's had huge developments across the board, have that movie and that payoff. It's the payoff right now, it's, it, 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 if you did a movie next year, it would just it would it'd fall flat. Right. P- people need to know who he is first. And, and like when my wife saw it for the first time ever, uh, seeing Grand Animal Thrawn, she hears me talk about it. I kind of fill in the blanks and she kind of gets it. But her thing is, I, I get what you're saying, but I just haven't seen him do anything yet. And I think we need... To have that, we need to have, we need to see him do shit, so that we have an expectation of how badass he is when they do a reveal for the movie to get people jacked up for it. So I, I, I agree. I see what you're saying, which leads me to believe that they are going to keep him around for a while. I just don't want to see him like use him and lose him. I feel like Disney has had a habit of doing that, where they'll like they'll they'll strike hot on something and it's good for a couple of years, and then it's just like gone and never fucking touched again. You know, and I'm a, you got to make sure these actors are sticking around too. You know, like uh, Lars Mikkelsen may have other shit that comes up. It's like, yeah, no, this really isn't going to work out. We saw it happen with Star Trek. I know, granted, there was an unfortunate like passing of uh, Anton Yelk Delchin that that kind of happened there. But they still had plans to go forward with it. Just didn't have the will wasn't there. So I'm hoping that the will is there. You know, do or do not. There is no try. Right. Mm. And that that's that's my my thought here. Fucking do it. I mean, what, what we, what, all we've seen of Thrawn so far is attack, you know, Sabine and Ahsoka. And you know that they'll never, no matter how good Thrawn is, he was never going to be able to, they would never kill those two off. So nah. you'll put them in the galaxy. He'll start killing people that are expendable, which are like Republic cruisers and, yeah. you know, various things. And you'll see him do it in the Zahn, the Zahn way, not the Disney way, but yeah. Um, yeah causing havoc, making himself such a threat. And that's going to take ages. It's going to, it's going to take at least two seasons of two shows of constant losses. And, you know, the, the, the balance between the New Republic and the, the Imperial remnants will start to – right now it's 100-0, and it'll start going 50-50, but it's going to take mm. time. Yeah. And then, you know, Grogu and Mando and Boba and everyone can do their things, and all of a sudden it's going to – the title turn and they're the ones, the minority. And that's when you have your movie. Right. The people have to, the they, they, they recognize they get a band together, you know? So now it's that, that fight against the big baddie again. Exactly. Yep. Yep. If executed properly, that this would be the way, but we, but again, the will has to be there, you know? And I, I think Filoni's the guy to do it. I think Filoni Favreau, I mean, I, yeah, not every episode has been my favorite episode. There's some stuff that I really haven't liked, but overall, I've been more than happy with the general everything that has come out since Disney's taken over. You think, mm. or rather, for anyway. when Pfeffer and Filoni doing their thing. That's what I meant to say. You think we'll get more Anakin, or you think that was the send off? Like he's done. Nah, he's come back. You remember his involvement with Mortis, right? And how they wanted him to be the son, father, or father replacement. One of the daddy, two. daddy. They wanted him to be their daddy. <laughs> so there's always that route. 
But he did. Why do I keep talking? Dude, does that matter? (laughs) I know. I keep saying that. You keep saying it doesn't matter. (laughs) He's not dead. Mm, No, Anakin's... He's only just getting started. I feel like he's got a huge role to play in the Mortis arc. I mean, he always was. Like, I mean, I went back and watched it, and it's so obvious that it's on Peridia. If you now that we've seen that, like, they sort of travel it's like to another galaxy. They even say like, um, "What do they say?" There's like, our equipment doesn't even know if we're in this galaxy. Like, um, yeah, from that Clone Wars episode. Yep. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is so good. And then, you know, he was the only one that controlled the, the brother and the daughter and the son. He's The father wanted him to replace him. You've got Ahsoka. Is Balin the son, the dark side influence? Mm-hmm. And then I saw something. It wouldn't be amazing if Abeloth was, was faced by Natalie Portman just to fuck Anakin up. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That would be. I would, lo- I would also love it. Uh, that would be. She's like, baby, got back, bitch. I'm Brittany, bitch. I'm I'm Natalie, bitch. What it? Well, okay, okay. I follow you there. So remember when they first? It was like this black um, polygon, weird three dimensional polygon thing that their shuttle flew into, right? That took them to that to the Mortis planet. I agreed. Mm. I tried to. I really tried to see uh, uh, some similarities between the Mortis planet in Clone Wars and the Mortis planet that we saw at Peridia. And um, there is a similarity where we see oh, we see Anakin off in the distance, and he sees the beacons are lit. The beacon way out on the mountain out there, and I was like, "Ooh, we've seen that shot before." Except it's from Balin, not Anakin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that was just a motherfucker who was chilling there. That was the father. But if he's dead, son's dead. The daughter, maybe Ahsoka. Who's out? Who's out there? Who's sitting in the chair waiting to just be like woken up? I know it's it's just. So much has opened up and so much is possible. And and that's the most exciting part. Like, um, just make it fucking make it. I know. Just put it out there, man. Like do what, do what you want to do. Do it right. You know, money is no object. Just, just, just do it. You're Disney. Disney, you're getting into sports betting and gambling. You're going to be fine. Just sink the money. If y'all didn't hear, they're making a deal with like, I think, uh, pen gambling or something like that. They're going to start doing like sports betting and shit like that with ESPN. But anyways, uh, Disney's going to be fine for money forever. They can, they can just <laughs> sink it into the Star Wars thing. Make us happy. All right. Us here, the three of us in this podcast today. Just do it for us. All right. Do it for the scruffy people. Come on. Exactly. And also, like, um, what was I going to say? Well, Skeleton Crew, they they spent as much on Skeleton Crew as they did on Mando Season 3, apparently. So, yeah. you'd expect... Ed, didn't you say that, Ed? Recently, like, a few ages it was, ago. They spent a lot on it. I think it was to pay for, what's his name? Jude, Jude Law. Law. Oh, yeah, because Jude Law was, like, Jet Black, Lizzo, Christopher Lloyd, all wrapped up in one times three thousand. For that fee, probably. Well, that's what we said. We joked about with the Kenobi series, how like some parts were just kind of meh. It's like, yeah, because they sank all the cash into Ewan McGregor's uh, contract. You know, how much do you think he said? I'll do Obi Wan, but you have to get my wife a role 
in Disney, in, in Star Wars Disney or something. And it has and to be, and it has to be a certain like this level of like role. Like it can't be passing, can't be doesn't. I know it can't be a main character, but it has to be like a reoccurring whatever. Yeah, I, I bet, I bet you that was definitely. And, and and his daughter was in the two, so like I, I didn't think about it till when the daughter. Oh right, she was in Kenobi as um the, the drug dealer. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because it's on that planet where we saw Tim. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's how fucking deals are made, man. Yeah, you know how this this is how that shit goes when when they really want something. He's got him over a barrel. Like he's he is Obi Wan Kenobi at the right age at the right time, willing to do it, ready to do it on cue. Just got to pay him and give him those little bona fides, you know, those little guarantees. That's just say having his daughter in it, having his wife in it. Cool. Whatever. Hey, as long as they do a good job, all right. And so far, um, I've been quite, uh, I've, I've been quite impressed with um, with Hera's performance. You know? Once a rebel, always a rebel. I, I've been, I've been okay with that. I've been okay with that. She's been all right. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the rest of that shit goes. Was that kind of lame as fuck for Ezra to rot- walk out with a stormtrooper uniform still on? Like, was he been wearing that for like days, weeks? How many rotations has he had that stormtrooper? You couldn't like take it off when you saw Hera. The motherfucker almost got shot. Nah, he he likes the theatrics. Yeah, almost got shot. Mm. No, I liked it because yeah, yeah. he, he loves collecting stormtrooper outfits. He does. He does. But did he? Have, but uh, how, how did Thrawn not know he was on the ship? Yeah, they didn't say show how he got off. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's he's like the king of like sneaking around, right? That's him. True. I reckon. Thrawn would have let him know so that he can also let them know that I'm here. Right. Oh, or that too. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's how they would write it off because come on, man. He would see in a report that one, that these two stormtroopers are missing, right? These two guys are missing. And then, because they, it was, it was, they were on that, they were on the ship uh, in hyperspace for a while. Like it was definitely like a few yeah. whatever days, you know what I mean? It seemed like a long time to travel all the way. Yeah, so we'd have to have lived on there for a bit. And I get it. You hide in that in the Sith shuttle, not Sith, the Dark Jedi shuttle for a while to get there. Yeah, that may be a thing they tackle in the next season, um, how that whole scene happened. I don't... Because he, he shows up in a... Not an Imperial ship, right? It's, it's Balin's shuttle. It's Balin's shuttle. Yeah, so it's that ex-Jedi... Craft. And it's, it's escorted by rebel uh, New Republic fighters, right? Yeah, A wings. So, yeah, A wings. Because yeah. they, he probably, I mean, he probably just showed up where the fleet was, and they were, they were the cap, the uh, the 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 combat air patrol flying around the fleet. But it's like, would they have shot him out of the sky if he didn't communicate early? He's like, yeah, this is the fucking shuttle that came in early and wiped out these other guys to free uh, Morgan Elsbeth. When they have recognized that one, but hey, you know, whatever. Small narrative plot points of willing to let slide to let the blue man have his shine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't be perfect on everything. You, you can't be a nitpick. Cause if you are, then it just sucks. So, a few things were It's, it's all th- like you can start the next season with him figuring out how to leave. You know, like there's all stuff you can write in and yeah, 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 yeah. figure out. 100%. 100%. A scene. Um,. I guess other thoughts on Ahsoka boys, Thrawn. Like we 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 were hoping he goes to a place that we really enjoy and want him to be there for a while, for a couple of years. 
how long is that going to be? Uh... I think he's going to have to set up set up command post on Dathomir. He's going to push forward this alliance until until he needs it no longer. And I think that moment will be when all the other Imperial remnants band together, and and that's when the, you might see a face off or a betrayal. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, they're going to kill him off at that point. No, no, he might kill them off. Oh, he'll ki- Oh, right, red wedding style. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betrayal from within. Could be. Could be. Until the 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 night sisters are more expendable than they're, they're just plot juice. They 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 can provide great storyline. Yeah. And and then once once Thrawn's at his strongest, and he doesn't need dark magic anymore, and he's got armies of stormtroopers. He doesn't need zombies anymore. Right. Center the no green. They assassinate all the nice. <laughs> well, I think uh, this is Rook Junior, Rook's son. Um, yeah, write th- it however you want. I yeah. think uh, a cool way to keep the nice sisters um, still interwoven with Thrawn's arc, and also keeping with Thrawn's distaste of Jedi and. General, and in general, force users, you have the Night Sisters and the clones that come out. They act as the Jedi Master Sebayoth on the ships mm-hmm. to do the battle meditation for the coordinated fleet combat because that was the big thing that he could do is pull off a shit. Like he could do stuff, but his real stride was when he had Sebayoth send, like, you know, the I say telepathic, but using the force to send commands to Imperial commanders instantaneously or momentaneously. That's not a word, but we'll just use <laughs> that momentaneously, very fast across great distances. You know, to say, like, attack, defend, withdraw, that kind of stuff. So I wonder if they had the Night Sisters kind of spread out like their own little network because they use a similar way to contact Morgan Elsbeth from all the way across the Great Beyond. So that could be a cool plot point to bring in that sort of, you know, strategic advantage that Thrawn had in the books in a way to, like, rewrite that for new canon and, and this stuff. I think that would be cool. And you keep them around too because everybody loves the Night Sister lore shit. I agree, man. I agree. It's uh, exciting times. Just bring it on. Yeah, it's a good time to be alive. Closing thoughts, guys. Grand Neville Thrum. Want to see more of him? Or when's the next time we're actually going to see him on air? January. You think he's going to be a skeleton crew? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or mentioned at least. Yeah, that'd be dope. He's like, he's back, back again. Grand uh, 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 back. Uh, are any of you guys ever going to beat Christopher in um in True and False? No. Well, here's the I thing. I tied him. <laughs> I, uh, I, this one I knew, I had a feeling, okay? So, I had a feeling. I uh, I started going off the deep end on some real hard, weird facts about Thrawn, and I was really hoping that could be in a real good ace in the hole. But I got to do like only one or two of them. I had like five or six of them in there, and I was like, Nah, nah, nah. You get you get to like dip the toe a little bit. Have a cute, have a couple hail marys. Don't make all of them a hail mary. That was my that was my uh, my downfall because I was keeping I was keeping uh, keeping pace for like the first like half or so. 
and then it just trailed off. It was like, we're going to see fucking Eli Vanto. We're going to see references of the Chiss Ascendancy. Didn't quite get that. Good, close enough. Close enough. Yeah, I know. Eventually, that'll come back to the States. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to wait five years until the next uh, live action TV series comes online for us to, uh, you know, have the next true and false, <laughs> have the next true and false thing come up. But we do have to, uh, yeah, we'll have to figure out what to, what the next one's going to be. Well, dude, Mr. Matt Mole, thank you for joining us. It was a real pleasure having you on, man. This is a lot of fun talking about our man, Great Apple Thrawn. And uh, I mean, the, the, the times are now like it's, it's, uh, just going to be more shit coming on. So Eddie, you have a final thought here? Nope. I'm excited for Mortis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited for Mortis. Bye. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm excited for Mortis. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey folks, don't forget. You can always send a, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook and X or Twitter, whatever the hell that's called now. Uh, thank you again for joining us, Matt. Thanks for joining us on here. You can, Check them out when they post a thing for uh, uh, Three Minute Baby Yoda podcast, yeah, uh, as well as also on uh, uh, Star Wars Spelt Out. He was recently on, and um, stay funky and stay weird out there, guys. Have a great one. Toodles. Bye. This party's over.